from Grunthal. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon. Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Big MX pre-race interviews with Benny Bloss. He took forever to text me back on Thursday. That's why he wasn't able to come on my show. But he's got nowhere to go right now because he's sitting on his KTM waiting for about six more, uh, four more minutes before uh, we head out for press day. So uh, you're locked, loaded, and you can't go anywhere, my friend. Let's do an interview. All right. Sounds good to me. All right, so 2017, not a rookie anymore, still seven foot three. What needs to happen for this season to be a success story for you? Uh, honestly, giving my all. I think it all depends on how the first round goes um, for the championship. But, you know, I'm feeling good coming in, training hard, and really, really happy with everything that's been going on and very excited. Um, the 34 machine, for the 34 looks good on the motorcycle, but I'm, looking, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, like, grip tape as far as uh, keeping yourself attached to the motorcycle. Is that something really important for a guy that has size 14 feet? Uh, it is. I really like to be grippy and I don't know, I got some extra grip on my boots, extra grip on the bike and just, uh, I like it. Fair enough. Biggest changes for you uh, coming from obviously the bike that you were riding at the tail end of last year to obviously now you're on a 250, but uh, what have you learned as far as bike setup goes or like just like not chasing your tail so much as far as getting the bike squared away? I've learned a lot just trying to get better with being able to test and tell the, the suspension guy exactly what I feel. And, you know, I struggled there for a little bit, but I'm getting better at it. And just being able to know what I need to change on the bike is, is huge. Um, but, no, it's getting better. Fair enough. The fly gear looking good. Is this uh, the colorway we'll see you in uh, this, this, uh, the rest of the weekend? Uh, I think you'll see me in this gear for pretty much all of Saturday except the mains. Fair enough. And uh, any, any clue as to what color you'll be wearing in the mains? Uh, we'll make that a surprise. A surprise. Um, Benny, you're, you're, you're a fit guy. You've, uh, you're, you're an animal in the gym. Um, what, what's, what, what's something that kind of comes naturally to you as far as training goes? Uh, I don't know. I really like cycling. Cycling and swimming is, is something that I like to do in the, with my program and you know, being tall kind of helps with that with the yeah, long legs. Michael and Phelps doing laps together. <laughs> I wish that'd be t- that'd be sick. But uh, no, I really like those two things. Honestly, I honestly just enjoy working out in general and and trying to get better is kind of fun for me. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, looks like everything. All uh, you're firing all cylinders, rolling into the first round. Looks like some dry dirt out there. Um, kind of give give us give us your thoughts on coming into the east and it being a little bit dry and skatey. Uh, I think I think Saturday will be pretty good. You know, press day seems to always be kind of dry, but uh, you know they know what they're doing here, and probably gonna get the track pretty dialed for us in this new stadium. Uh, very very cool. When you came down here, uh, they they told you about a press day riding, and then you had to sit here for thirty minutes doing interviews, mostly just talking to Alex Ray. Um, what like what was your what were your thoughts when you came down here, like goggles on, ready to go? 
Uh, yeah, I was definitely ready, but, uh, you know, they wanted to make us wait a little bit, which, yeah. you know, it's all good. But, unfortunately, I had to get stuck with Alex Ray standing next to me having to talk mm-hmm. to him. And just, yeah. Think he needs a haircut? Oh, for sure. For sure. I think he needs to, like, full-on shave it and use yeah. the, bring, the, it. bring the bick Stick out it. and get it done. Yeah. I Friendly wager right now. If Alex Ray doesn't make it into the main this Saturday, as in tomorrow, he gets a brush cut. Ooh, I think if Alex Ray doesn't score a number this year, Ooh. we should be allowed to shave his head, eyebrows, and beard. Heck yeah. I think so. I, that, I am on for that. I'll make that bet. All right. I'll make that bet. I'll make that bet. Recorded. I'll make that bet. I, that right. is Alex Ray. <laughs> if, it, if, it happen, if he's running 314 next year, and uh, we will find you with the Bic and, and uh, yeah, all day. I know where you live, brother. Appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks for the interview. Thank you. Cool. Big MX pre-race interviews here with uh, the number 80, Cade Clayson. Cade, we're in uh, beautiful Minnesota, kind of close to where you find a lot of success north of the border. Got to be feeling good rolling into, uh, into the, I guess this is round seven? This is round seven. Yeah, yeah, it's my round six because I didn't race uh, right. Anaheim one. But, yeah, I'm feeling good. I feel better and better each week on the bike. Um, obviously, I came in hurt, but um, yeah, I'm starting to find my stride. I just got to stay off the ground. Obviously, I had a big crash last week, and uh, I don't want to do that again. So uh, I'm just trying to uh, make steps in the right direction and do the best I can. Absolutely. Last week, um, like you had your issues. Oakland was survival mode, uh, made itself into the main. But you've been making strides as you, as your health goes up with the wrist and everything else. You've been going forward throughout. Uh, what needs to happen as far as the the wrist and your confidence wise to get back those performances that we saw last year when you earned that number eighty? Yeah, you know, I just I need to get my main events better. Um, you know, in Oakland, like you said, it was survival mode. I got really tight with how with how gnarly the track was and. In San Diego, obviously, I wasn't even ready to be in a main event. Um, I was just kind of out there riding around. And um, last weekend, you know, I felt really good. I was moving up. I uh, I kind of got together with Jimmy early in the main, and then obviously we had our big crash just a few laps later. But um, you know, if I can stay off the ground, I know I can be 15th to 18th. You know, no problem. And you know, that's kind of where I want to be, and that's where I think I need to be. Fair enough. Uh, the the tracks have seen a lot more action on them this year than years prior. Where with the time main events, by the time that you guys have been getting out there for the main events, sometimes these tracks are having as many laps as what would normally have on them after that first main after that last main event of the night. So basically, you guys are going out there with a like it, it's as bad when you start the main event as it would be at the end of a 2016 main event. That's a lot of math to figure out in a short period of time. But either way, do you feel like there's a, like the tracks are breaking down more than years previous uh they're definitely breaking down more because obviously they're having more time put on them you know some of them can withstand it because they're more hard packed but you know they just get more and more hard as the main gets on where other tracks get more and more tore down and we can't even do some of the jumps so you know it uh it can get really sketchy um it does get dangerous in spots and you know dirtworks does what they can to make it safe for us but you know either way we have to go racing so uh we have to deal with it so you know i look at it as the best as i can you know um, I think the time main events are cool. Um, you know, I'm in really good shape. Obviously, I haven't shown it yet this year, but um, but I mean, I think it's a cool idea. I mean, I don't mind the tracks, so I, uh, I look forward to it. 
Um, obviously, it seems as far as social media goes, you had, uh, from what the videos I saw, you had a good week at uh, Club MX, I imagine, and uh, chasing around the 800 machine. Well, uh, how's it feel getting back to kind of, uh, kind of home base for you? Yeah, it's really nice. I, I love Club. You know, obviously I have my own place there, and I have my buddies stay with me, and you know, it's really, it feels like home. I'm not, you know, jumping from couch to couch in California, staying with my friends and stuff, but, you know, it's nice to have my own place, my own space, and, you know, be able to ride our two Supercross tracks with guys I know who uh, are really competitive and can do really well. So, yeah, I love being there and uh, training with the guys and, you know, working hard. Fair enough. Well, uh, if there if there was a, a moto championship between you and Alex Ray, both Supercross and K1 Speed, about how many hours would you beat him by? Man, you know, we'd be pretty close on the moto side because we're really close in speed, obviously. But, yeah. you know, he is he is not a good driver no. at all. He is no race like no, no skills in motor vehicles with four wheels. And I hate to say it because he's a great motorcycle rider. But when it comes to four wheels, he is not not good. Fair enough. Well, hopefully before uh, this Supercross season is done, you and I can square off on K1 Speed because uh, I got some skills, brother. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I love K1 Speed. You know, my whole team is really good at it. Like, they're, uh, they've are they been doing it for a couple of years now, so it's fun to go with them. And, you know, they're, they're really good, so we always have a good time when we go. Right on, man. I know you got a ton of great sponsors. Give them some love for me. Yeah, you know, the whole K1 Speed, BWR, SSI decals team, they put in a lot of work you know my mechanic nate he puts in just as many hours as i do and uh you know i have fxr and ri and race tech and a bunch of <clears throat> new sponsors like bill's pipes and you know i wouldn't be at the races without all those guys and without them supporting me and uh you know i can't th- uh <clears throat> thank them enough for uh, all they put into my program awesome man. Well, i appreciate the time you have yourself a great weekend thank you man i appreciate it Big MX pre-race interviews here with the uh, the three five one of Mr. Grundall. How's it going, my friend? You're looking fresh in the alias gear. Thank you. Yeah, I always do my best to make it look good and show up ready for the races. Look good, feel good, play good. Uh, that's usually the case when it comes to yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit about your p- preparation for the year so far. Uh, as a four fifty from KTM starts right behind me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I actually, funny thing you mentioned, KTM, I actually just switched uh, three weeks ago oh, back yeah. to Hondas, and uh, I'm loving it. Familiar you know? territory. Yeah, definitely familiar. I rode my whole amateur career. I mean, ever since I was on big bikes, I was on Honda, and mm-hmm. I'm feeling right back at home now. Right Fair enough. Uh, what, what's uh, what's the landscape like for you back home where you do a lot of your, uh, your training and, and, and your practicing and what stuff like that? Like, what have you changed about it over the years to make it something special? Uh, well, we've got Dream Tracks out there full time now. They've actually Lucky. taken control over over the nest, which is now uh, the Moto Sandbox, I believe. And uh, they do a great job. I mean, the tracks this year are amazing, and it's you know the tracks have gotten harder each year, which I think has made me a better rider. And this year is my year for a main event. Fair enough, man. Well, uh, obviously a little extra tack- track time here at Press Day can't hurt. Um, what are some of the obstacles that uh, you? St- think or you feel that your that kind of fall into your your strengths and what are some of the things you need to work on um well i definitely need to work on uh just the aggression and adapting to the tracks faster that's what i've struggled with in years past but this this track it looks it looks pretty difficult but it's um you know we've got it down pretty good and riding press day always helps the uh the dragon's backs are actually pretty mellow we're actually jumping through them so it's it's a good track i like it 
Right on. Did you see uh, Justin Starling busting out the uh, uh, Dragons Back to Dragons Back 3 out? It's pretty impressive. Yes, I did. I can't believe anyone even did that. But no kidding. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll scope it out and see what it looks like, yeah. but that's, that's a big one. Well, uh, stay safe this weekend, my friend. Best of luck to you, and uh, enjoy it. Thank you very much. Cool. Oh, wait. Do you have some sponsors you'd like to thank before I let you go? Oh, yeah, just uh, Alias yeah. <laughs> MX, uh, my dad, my whole family, Josh, my mechanic, Peyton's here helping out. Uh, I got Factory Connection. They've been a big help with me and just everyone else that supports me. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Thank you. Big MX pre-race interviews here from Minneapolis, Minnesota, standing here with none other than Jason Anderson. Jason, how's the 21 machine feeling today? Uh, yeah, feels feel good. Just uh, trying to check out the track today on press day and see uh, yeah see uh, what it's like. Fair enough. Uh, obviously, uh, some arm pain that you've been dealing with the last few rounds. Where are you as far as the the health of that arm and some of the soreness that you might might have been feeling before? Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm pretty much 100% coming into this weekend, so uh, we'll see uh, how we can do. Um, just trying to, you know, play catch up a little bit, but uh, I feel like all in all we'll be ready to go. Um, as far as James Hansen's Instagram is concerned, there's a link between you and uh, Bacon. Is there, is there anything you can elaborate on that? Uh, no, I, I don't know. James Hansen just posts some random stuff sometimes, but uh, he's probably giving me crap for maybe a couple of good times where I've eaten, like, a bacon-wrapped hot dog before. Yes. But yeah. That sounds delicious, so I can't know why someone would bag on you about that. Yeah, well, it's not really on my diet, so he's just giving me crap about it. It probably should be. It should be. <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, it looks like uh, a really busy track out there, a track that's going to challenge some guys. Uh, what's the key for on, on your race day that you're comfortable and can uh, make something special happen? Uh, to be honest, just try to not make mistakes and get a good start. The start's been the biggest deal for the whole yeah. year, so it's not like you can really come back from the back and get a podium. So um, just going to try and get, get up front right away and see how that plays out. Enough. You're uh, you're one of the only guys uh, under a factory rig that runs a, a neck brace. I, that's one of the things that I, I kind of sticks out to me. What's your choice of going? Like, wh- wh- why do you go with the neck brace and why Atlas? Uh, yeah, I just think it's a good product, and uh, I think that anything you could do to uh, you know prevent injury is something that you should do. So uh, I wear uh, a Atlas neck brace, and I I believe that the product will help in uh, you know worst case scenario, which you hope nothing happens, but um, I'd rather be ready. Fair enough. Well, it uh, looks like uh, Mother Nature's helping us out this weekend. Not super cold here in uh, yeah. my neck of the woods. I'm from Canada. So uh, pleasure to have you guys out here. Pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you. Big MX pre-race interviews here from Minneapolis. Uh, hometown race for the kid. Is, you don't live too far from here, do you? No, I'm probably about 45 minutes from here. Uh, Elk River, Minnesota is where I was born and raised. And... Uh, yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow. Hometown race. Going to have a lot of friends and family here, so uh, hopefully I can do good for them. The, the 62 of Jesse Wentland. Jesse, um, highest highest number for you so far in your career? Yeah, yeah, highest number. I was 63 last year and had some injuries uh, halfway through the Supercross series and then at the end of the outdoor series, but uh, only improved one number, which I was kind of upset about, but, <laughs> you know, it's improvement, so that's the biggest thing is improving, and uh, I'm looking to improve this year, too. I had a, a fifth-place finish last year, so I'm hoping I can pick, off, pick up where I left off last year, and, uh, yeah, just 
give it my all and have fun. It being a hometown race for you, do, uh, is, is there a long list of friends and family that have hit you up for tickets and maybe even some unknowns that have come out of the word work? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of friends and family hitting me up and uh, wanting to come cheer me on race at the race. And uh, I think a lot of, a lot of them are going to come out and watch. And, yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool to say, see some old faces. And uh, along with a lot of riders here, I'm a lot of, I have a lot of friends at the track here, Zach Williams, Henry Miller, Nick Jackson, Logan Marzon, everyone. So it'll be cool to see everyone and, you know, kind of hang out with them again because I've been down in Florida living and training full-time down there. And, uh, yeah, it should be fun. Fair enough, man. Well, it, this is your first year, I believe, working with uh, TXS uh, Productions. What's it like? Link, uh, what was, has it been like uh, linking up with those guys? Really helpful. You know, he's he's a really generous person and really loves the sport. So, and uh, I haven't... Re- been able to meet him in person just because he lives out on the the west coast but just talking with him on the phone and kind of building a relationship with him and along with these tyloo guys everything's been going really smoothly with them and i'm just looking forward to the season fair enough man uh 250 uh indoors 450 outdoors maybe yeah i don't know yet i can't can't say yet because i just don't i don't have anything in the works yet so i'm just focusing on this supercross season and gonna give it my all and see where it goes all right man i know you got a ton of great sponsors give them some love for me yeah i just gotta thank the whole tai loop honda team and uh storm lake honda uh maxon uh jeff yeah i gotta read all these off it's a new team for me We've got twin air yoshimira moto tassinari hinson motul Renegade Fuels, Motostuff.com, Excel Rims, uh, TXS Productions, Hammerhead Designs, Evans, uh, Ergonomics, and Dunlop. And then my personal sponsors, O'Neill, Scott Goggles, Arai Helmets, CD Boots, um, CTI, CTI, Mom and Dad, just the list goes on and on. Seat Concepts, everyone, thanks. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate the time. You have a good weekend. Yeah, thank you. Big MX Pre-Race interviews here with uh, the 44 machine of Jordan Smith. Jordan, tell us a little bit about your preparation for the season and uh, the fact that you've been going way too fast or way too long and uh, champing at the bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, preparation's been pretty good. Uh, had a really good off-season. Just been down at MTF uh, training and... Um, Went to California a little bit and got most of my testing out of the way pretty early and, and didn't take much more setup for the rest of the year. So, uh, you know, I think we're in a good spot right now and um, excited to get this first round underway and, and see where we're at. Uh, given the fact that the weather has been butt ugly, uh, to put it lightly, in California, uh, do you have some solace in the fact that your training facility or the where you do your work has been uh, pretty much prime, prime and ready to go? So, like, it's been good for you. Yeah, no, it's been really good. Uh, we've been riding with... Uh, Justin uh, Barsha since he's been back too and so we've been mixing it up between our track and his tracks and uh, it's been really good man uh, we've got a lot of a lot of good good riding in a lot of good laps and solid laps so uh, pretty happy with where we're at and um, ready to get it started like I said uh, what's the biggest difference from uh, the machine that you were on last year the Honda to uh, the steel friend KTM yeah, you know, I mean, uh, the way they handle is a lot different. Um, this one, too, is really nice with the electric start. <laughs> I mean, that comes in handy a lot. So, uh, no, it's good. I, I like the bike a lot. Um, 
the team's doing really good so far with um, getting it set up how I want it, and uh, I think think we're in a good spot. Cool, man. Well, uh, best of luck this weekend. Looks like you've uh, got all of your T's crossed and I's dotted. Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. Cool. Big MX pre-race interviews here, standing with uh, Randy Meninga. Did I get that right? Randy Meninga of Dirtworks. Uh, Randy, you've got your work cut out for you working with the Red River Gumbo here in uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Tell us a little bit about, uh, A, the track design and uh, working this challenging soil. Uh, it just comes in frozen, typically, because of the time of year here. And uh, the dirt's real sticky. Um, just takes a bit to work with it. Uh, and then as it dries out, it, it gets easier to work with. So by race day, it'll be good. Frozen soil this week. Uh, previous week, we've dealt with uh, rain, very wet, and then uh, one dome in in, uh, in Phoenix, which uh, uh, I think that's when you guys complain the most about moisture. Um, like, give us a little bit of an in- insight as to uh, the, the conditions and kind of like the workplace that you guys have been dealing with, uh, and giving these uh, the fans a great place uh, ability to actually watch these races. Um, yeah, the, the rain races, we just had to do a lot of uh, overnight building and, and getting it done as soon as possible so we could get it covered up before the rain comes. And then while it rains, you pump the water out of the, out of the plastic and, and make drains wherever you can so that the water can run off. And then when it's time to pull all the covers, you got to go through and prep everything and, and try to make the wet stuff dry and the dry stuff wet. And then uh, Phoenix, we had a, a, a closed stadium, but uh, that you're in the desert. It dries really bad. Like, the first practice is going to be muddy. It has to be. If you don't do that, by the time it comes around to the main event, it's blue-grooved, it's slick, it's dry, it's dangerous. Like, it sucks for the first practice, but I'd rather have a muddy first practice and a good main event than uh, a good first practice and a shitty main event. Fair enough. Uh, clearly not your first rodeo. How long have you been doing this, man? A long time. I've been with Dirtworks for, like, almost nine years now. Fair enough. Well, I appreciate the time, my friend. Uh, the bikes are getting going again, so i got to take some photos, but uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thanks, buddy. Have a good day. Big MX pre-race podcast here from Minneapolis, Minnesota. None other than RJ Hampshire. RJ, uh, 250F today, not the screaming 125 that the fans love so much. Uh, talk, talk to us about the decision to go to the 250F for the East Coast here. Uh, this thing's running great. So, you know, like I said, um, I mean, I'm excited to go racing. You know, it's been a little while, but, you know, the bike's good this year. So uh, I'm looking forward for the gate drop. Uh, you guys got a little bit of time on the track this morning. Uh, it looks kind of busy. Looks like it's going to challenge some guys. What uh, what for you out there is kind of bringing you some comfort level as far as uh, your skill your, your skill set? Um, I just feel like how much it flows. Uh, it's East Coast track, so it's uh, definitely going to break down and get some ruts. But um, you know, right now it's pretty hard pack and uh, dry. But you know, race time comes, it's uh, going to rut up. So you know, I think that's going to play in my favor. Fair enough. Uh, you've been a pro for a little while now. I believe this is your fourth full season, third, third full season. Third, uh, going, into my third. going into your f- third full season. Um, what have you changed as far as your uh, your approach to being a professional as well as a little bit of bike setup, the things that like maybe you were sticky on years ago, now you're more fluid about, or things that you were not so, didn't worry so much about, now you're like, it needs to be a certain way. Uh, my main thing is I'm just trying to enjoy it a lot more. You know, it was, it's going so fast. Um, you know, I'd go racing on a weekend and you know i'd get home and i'd be like dude like i honestly i didn't really have fun like i just focused like too much on 
you know, stuff besides going there and having fun. So, you know, I feel like that's going to be the different mindset coming into this year is, uh, you know, I do this for a living now, but, um, you know, have fun with it. You know, it's yeah. uh, only happens for so long. So that's, that's where right. I feel like I'm at. And I don't know. I've chosen just, few. Yeah, I'm just enjoying myself. You know, that's, what, uh, that's where it's at. Um, you know, I changed my program quite a bit. So, like I said, see where it goes. Have fun with it. Solid, man. Well, uh, best of luck to you this weekend. Really appreciate it. Give me some time. Thank you. Appreciate it. Take care. Big MX pre-race interview here with none other than Trey Kennard. Trey, how's the 41 machine doing today? Yeah, good, man. Happy to be here in, uh, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, getting some uh, some pancakes, don't you know? Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe grab a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Yeah, you know, you never know. Yeah, you never do. <laughs> but, uh, hey, the track looks gorgeous out there. Busy, looks challenging. Um, what about it uh, so far, like you've seen so far, uh, is kind of something that uh, kind of plays into your strengths? Yeah, no, I think it's uh, it's hard to tell. To you, you know, you actually get on it, you know, and and kind of get a feel for it. But uh, I think it's going to be really good. You know, we have a big four space, which always creates good racing, and um, you know, looks like we have some some good technical sections. And um, haven't seen the whoops yet, but uh, the dirt it's looks small. the dirt looks pretty soft. So um, you know, they'll break down if they're big or small. It'll be tough. Mm. So. Um, yeah, it looks, looks like it'll be good. You know, I'm excited to, to get uh, the Red Bull K team out there and, and hopefully the weekend. For sure. Your, your 2017 uh, stumbled out of the gate, but um, better days ahead for sure. Um, as far as your preparation week to week, what are you working on? What are you kind of, I wouldn't say scrambling, but just definitely like working hard to perfect during the week so that when it comes to this, it's a little bit of an easier day. Yeah, you know, um, having the, the way Anaheim started, the way that it started, you know, it was it was kind of uh, you know tough t- tough Bummer to stomach, but um, you know you just gotta you gotta do what you can. And, and for me, I'm just happy I didn't have to have surgery. Um, so yeah, you know, more than anything, just trying to get back to um, to where my fitness needs to be on the bike, and then also uh, you know getting that race intensity. So um, I feel feel good. I actually got to ride this week and, and uh, feel comfy and um, excited to get on the track to see what we can do. Um, given the fact that, like, over the years you've had a, a, a host of injuries, I think you'd agree with that. Is, are there any residual injuries or, like, lingering ones that kind of hold you back from things that you might have been able to do, like, full pace or really easily maybe five years ago that maybe this, like, at this time not as easily or, or to kind of you have to change your style to accommodate those things? No, I don't think so. I mean, there's definitely things that, that I have to kind of, um, you know, be – not precautious about, but to, to kind of stay on top of as far as my back. You know, I've got to make sure that, that I kind of stay stretched out and mm. and um, keep the mo- mobility going um, as far as as far as my back. You know, and I want it to kind of lock up, and then that'll cause problems. So, um, yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm I'm only going to do this if I'm 100. percent You know, and and there's really no need to uh, go out there at 80 because. You know, no. You're not going to be any good. No. Um, it's been a long time since we saw a Craig Kennard goon riding video. Uh, why is that? Why don't we see more of it? And if if this helps that get going, when can we possibly see you uh, gooning it out a little bit out there? Yeah, I don't know, man. I need to work on that. Maybe yeah. that maybe that's uh, maybe that's what I need to work on during the week. Yeah. Is yeah. this just like a no goon riding KTM thing? <laughs> no, it just it scares everyone. So I try to keep it to, to a minimal. Does, yeah, when you get like all kinds of weird sideways yeah. on a triple, yeah. but people don't like that no, no. But the people seems, that pay you don't like you yeah just put a smile on your face which makes you go fast so. yeah it's fun you get back to the basics yeah for sure cool man well i always appreciate the time it's a pleasure talking to you best of luck this weekend thanks a lot appreciate it man.
Big MX pre-race interviews here with the 16 machine of Zach Osborne. Zach, rolling into uh, yet another year of Supercross. How's the preparation been for you, and how comfortable are you on this uh, Husky tune by the wonderful Dave Feeney? Yeah, I mean, everything's good. We're coming in healthy and, and fit and ready, so um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, not a whole lot of changes for you from, from years previous. Uh, is, is that kind of um, kind of a, a feather in your cap as far as your preparation goes? Yeah, for me, it's... Uh, it's easy because, uh, yeah, like you said, not much changed. Uh, the only change I made was trainer this year, and that's to move to Florida and train with Alden. So, I mean, that's uh, been a very smooth transition, and I think it's it's going to work out well for us. Um, not going too far into the ins and outs of that program, but uh, what was that? What was the your your biggest change for you as you went to that program? Um, there wasn't a whole lot of change. More just a little bit less intensity uh, in the work I was doing, and um, that's uh, that's about it, really. Uh, a little bit less work. Uh, one of the things that people talk about with that particular program is is the diet put in place. Um, did you have to try to change some of uh, the things that you eat, or you you've been pretty good over the last few years anyway? Yeah, I mean, I've always had to try hard with my diet. So for me, it wasn't a huge change. Just um, eliminated some things, added some things. So it wasn't major um so for me it was just kind of basic uh of, of all the east coast tracks this is a, a full dome it's gonna be gonna be dry in here all day and the tr- and the soil does look dry as well as rocky uh how do you uh, kind of approach that given the fact that uh, uh expecting lots of traction all, on the east but uh, it looks like it's gonna be dry out there yeah i think it's okay i mean a lot of our testing is done in california anyways and um you know we have backup stuff from boring. the east coast yeah uh so for me, it's 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 okay the way it is, what it is. Um, Confidence-wise, uh, you're a veteran in this class. You're a veteran to the sport of Supercross. Is there anything that uh, gets you nervous on a weekend? Everything. Still the same as just really? my first race, yeah. Um, I'm just a nervous type, and uh, if I don't get nervous, then that's probably not a good thing because I'm not, not into it. So for me, to be nervous is kind of standard. Goals for 2017, both indoors and out. Um, being in contention for both championships, that's my main goal. Um, after winning an outdoor last summer and um, just kind of seeing where we were and then, uh, you know, knowing my ability in Supercross, I think that's, that's very feasible. And um, I'm looking to move up to the 450 class next year. So for me, um, I need to have a good season this year. And I'm just going to put myself in a good position and uh, let, the, let the work that I've done show. Um, given the fact that you've had a couple extra weeks as far as an off-season goes, extra time to get to spend with uh, Emery? Uh, yeah, a little bit, but we spend a lot of time together anyways. It's not like I have a you know a normal job per se, so um, it's been She's good. to be to... like a little person by now. Oh, yeah, she is, yeah. <laughs> full personality, the, the full deal. So, um, yeah, it's, it's always good to be at home and be a dad and a husband, so um, that's one of the greatest joys of my life. So, um, yeah, it's been good. All right, on, man. Well, it sounds like it's all coming together for you. About five minutes left, and you get to get to do some riding on this track. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Big MX pre-race interviews, sitting with uh, Alex Ray in some beautiful brand-new FXR gear. So he's bolting up those boots, getting ready for practice here in Minneapolis. Alex, your season has been uh, an improvement on last year. Many main, mains meant, met, but uh, some bad luck here and there. Assess your season for us and uh, set some goals for you moving forward. Yeah, man. Uh, three main events, I think. Uh, last weekend we were running 16th and then uh, had a little bit of a bike issue. I think we had some uh, fuel boil over. But uh, other than that, yeah, it's been a great season. Uh, I've improved so much from last year, you know. So, uh, yeah, just 
getting ready for the weekend here in Minneapolis. How's the uh, TXS backed Husqvarna working for you? It's working good, man. You know, Thomas over at TXS, you know, he's a good dude. He helped me out. He stepped up uh, the program this year and uh, pretty much made it available for me to go racing this year. So uh, that worked out good. You know, my Husky's running good. Uh, you know, everything's going good. The up and downs, Olin's, Nolene, J6 stuff. It's working great. So I'm Bill's excited. Pipes. Bill's pipes. Boom. Getting the power down. Getting it to the ground, brother. Now, I understand that you've been trying your hand at some uh, some radio hosting and doing a little show with uh, with Mathis that uh, highlights some privateer stuff. Where can people check that out? Uh, yeah, man, it's it's great. It's going good. You know, Steve, he's a good friend of mine, and and Cades, and uh, yeah. So the Privateer Island Life is what it's called. Uh, yeah, I guess it's on uh, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, check it out, pulpmx.com, a pulpmx app, all that good stuff. So it's good. What about this FXR gear? We see you and Cartwright uh, both wearing the same size pants. Um, and it, the, the stuff does, it catches the eye and it looks good out there. How does it function, though? Functions great. You know, uh, you know, whenever I switched to FXR a couple years ago, I was a little worried about how it was going to ventilate, you know, coming from Canada and, and being a lot with snow stuff. But uh, they have some really good vented stuff. Uh, they have this new material. It's really stretchy. It's, it's just like, you know, the new Fox gear. So they're... They're great, man. Every, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They're getting better and better and better, you know. So uh, everything's going great with those guys. You back at club riding a lot, or what are you doing? Yeah, I'm actually living on uh, living with Cade Clayson. So, uh, yeah, I got an air-up mattress uh, on his floor, and uh, it goes flat every day. But, I don't know, we get the job done. You know, we work hard, you know, and that's what we're here to do. Such is life on Privateer Island. Oh, yeah, such is life on Privateer Island. Privateer Island, man. I, my arms are so tired from trying to swim away, but the the tide just keeps bringing me back. But uh, it'll eventually it'll eventually calm down, and we'll break through that that barrier. Fair enough, man. Well, I really appreciate the time. Best of luck for the rest of the day, and uh, keep killing it, man. All right, man. See you later. Christian Craig here on the Big MX Radio pre-race interviews. Christian, rolling into the first race of the year, um, about seven weeks after uh, you were kind of, most people thought you'd be uh, starting the season, you must be champing at the bit, the fact that you've been uh, more than ready for quite some time now. Yeah, I've uh, been going at it since October 1st, pretty much, with yeah. Supercross. I think and everybody DB. has. Yeah, and I hired Billman, and so we've been putting our heads down, and uh, in December we made the the team made the call to uh, put Jeremy in West and me in East, and um, it was a fair call. He was he was noticeably faster at the practice tracks, and um, I did have a little bit of struggles. I needed a little bit a little bit more work. So um, yeah, I've never done the East Coast first time, and I was excited. You know, I've I've been to all the West Coast rounds, and it's kind of you know what to expect, and you know how the dirt's going to be. But uh, East Coast, it's going to be cool. You get different terrain every time. You know, it's like we go to Atlanta, and it's soft, and here it looks like it's going to be more of a hard pack West Coast track. So. Um, that's what I'm used to, so I'm happy. Fair enough. Well, maybe uh, this it couldn't be a better first round around the East for you to get going. Um, once the the series like heads to places like Toronto, where the the dirt is like kind of like moon dirt, and then you have Daytona, which is a total um, like just totally different than anything. Is that where a guy like David can kind of really benefit to you because of his experience? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's been to all those races, and it's similar. I mean, it's still the same dirt, so. Um, when we go to the races, he's going to tell me, you know, and Indy's going to be rutted everywhere. So that's one race to expect and, and get ready for ruts. Um, 
so that does help. But uh, I've been actually been riding in Florida quite a bit just to get away from the hard pack slippery in California. And yeah, and yeah, and so been riding ruts and just getting ready for that. So when the the race does come, I'm ready for the rutted stuff. Fair enough. Um, is is it possible to over prepare for these races? You've like you said, you've been at it since October. Supercross has been uh, in your blood, like just uh, that's every day for you. Uh, is is a time when things start to get almost a little bit repetitive? It's tough to find that extra. Like you go to the track, kind of looking for extra half seconds here and there. Eventually, you just you can't really push it too much further. It does for sure. Uh, everybody deals with that, especially this time of the year. Four fifty guys are kind of. They're like, man, these these practice tracks are getting old. The times are getting old. You know, it's just it it wears yeah. on everybody. But um, once I found out I was doing East, we cut it back quite a bit. Um, cut it back to like two days a week of riding for a good month. And then after that, when it was five weeks to go, till uh, today or tomorrow, I mean, then we picked it back up. So it wasn't, uh, you know, we expected to get that feeling, but we prepared for it. So um, yeah, I mean, I've been ready for a while now. So I've been chomping the bit and. Um, but I'm going to stay, you know, calm and, and take it race by race. Uh, given the fact that you, you spend a few weeks, uh, only two days a week on the bike, does that give uh, the little guy a little bit more opportunity to uh, twist the throttle? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to get him on the bike, but, uh, all he likes to do is sit on the stand and rev it. So it's pretty funny. Perfect. Every time I put it on the ground, he, he gets a little scared. So I got to ride in the back with him, but, um, I'm not going to push it. You know, it's, no uh, the dirt bike will be in the garage at all times. Your evidence of a late bloomer working out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather him swing a golf club or do a sport that's not as dangerous. But hockey. But uh, yeah, that too. But um, this sport can put a smile on on your face like no other sport can. Um, so you know that's what it did for me, and and it's brought a lot of joy to my life. And and you know if that's what he wants to do when he gets older, that's fine with me. But if not, it's also it's all good. Fair enough. Well, this is a bit of a home race for you. I believe you spent some time uh, running around these neck of the woods. Yeah, I did. Uh, my wife grew up here, so her family's from here. And um, once I stopped racing in 2013, I had to get a job and, and work construction. So I worked for the father-in-law, and um, his business was out here. So I had to move out here. We bought a house, had a kid, got married. You know, we did it all. And mm-hmm. um, it definitely matured me in a way that I, I needed. Now that I look back, I needed that. And um, it kind of spooked me and, and made me work harder for where I am today. Uh, I didn't expect to be back. I, I was expect to be done. And uh, when it's in your blood and it's what you want and you dream of, you know, you do whatever you can to, to be back on the track. Do you think feel that's uh, lit the fire a little bit brighter than it ever was as far as uh, knowing that if, if things don't work out here or if you do have to go get a job, that uh, the reality of, of working for a living is it, it's, as, as, it's as bad as it sounds? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I do make it sound like it's terrible, but it's not. You know, it's just when you grow up racing mm-hmm. and that's oh, all you know. Yeah. And then you go straight to a nine to five. It's so boring. Mm-hmm. So, but that's what people know. It's, it's, uh, it's hard for me to explain it to to the normal person. Yeah. But um, yeah, I hope to stay in the industry. This is just this is my love, and, and and I have passion for it. So you know, even if I when I do stop racing, it's I hope to stay in the industry. All right, man. Well, I really appreciate the time. Best of luck this weekend, and uh, kill it. Thank you. Cool. No, dude, I'm in the same boat. I'm a bricklayer. <laughs> Yeah. Like back home, that was my dad's company. He's, yeah. a, he's a bricklayer. I-